0: Good luck. High five.
1: That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you love Magic the Gathering. Whether you are at home jamming some arena, maybe you're in those sweet decathlon events. I am. Or you're looking forward to playing some Commander over the holidays. We are here for you. I'm
0: one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, we are going over the top moments of 2021. Yeah, man. 2021
1: was long it was so long. What it was, a year! It was such a year. In fact, earlier today, Maria told me that Call Time came out in February of this year. That's right, and I literally could not believe it. Yeah, Call Time. I, I cannot expect. The extent to which I did not believe February that that 5th. was the truth. dropped. I swore it was last December. Yeah,
0: isn't that uh, unbelievable? Time isn't real, certain. as we say on the show. Oh, Time not, isn't real. Not even a little bit. So we're gonna go through the top ten moments of this year. There, it's you know, besides being just you know a horrific year in a lot of ways. Tons of things to remember yeah. and some yes. good memories amongst the bunch. Good stuff, <laughs>
1: bad stuff, a lot of stuff in between. Absolutely. This is kicking off the first of really kind of like two retrospective shows to yes. close out the year for Good Luck High Five. This time we'll be talking about the top 10 moments of 2021 and also just kind of being like, remember those things that happened.
0: Go because, through the stuff that occurred. Yeah. Because it was, you know, it was a year of big change for Magic, quite honestly. It
1: really was. And uh, then next episode is going to be, of course, our iconic crimbies episode iconic. where we hand out all sorts of awards to different <laughs> cards and events and sets and everything that we could possibly hand out awards to yeah. for the season.
0: So don't miss this episode. I mean, you're listening to it, so you're probably you're, not going yeah. but... <laughs> to.
1: But also don't miss the next episode. Don't miss what you're listening to and don't miss what hasn't come out yet.
0: As we round out the year, we want to take this time to say thank you to everybody who's made this show happen over the past year which is yes. all of our wonderful patrons
1: we had such a fun diehard watch along this it past weekend great oh what a film it was what great a film and so moving forward in january 2021 2020- we're going to start off our we're going to kick off another round of uh, good luck high five patron only tournaments. I love those. With an alchemy tournament. Alchemy. uh, Which is going to be January 15th. Yes. But then in February we're going to do another movie watch along with all of our patrons. So anyone who wants to watch along who's a patron will be able to watch along in February um, as just sort of Always looking for ways to say thank you um, and bring events to our patrons that they will hopefully have a great time participating in. So consider becoming a patron. Uh get all of those benefits, access to our sweet Discord, and so much more.
0: Yeah, patreon.com slash glhf magic. By the way, we had a couple diehard virgins in our watch along. Wow. Which was an extra Ab- delight. Amazing.
1: We also saw some haunted photos <laughs> <laughs> of Alan Rickman in the in a in a shakes in like a BBC yeah or like 1978 1978 Romeo and Juliet he played Tybalt which I believe like great role for Alan Rickman oh absolutely except that it was
0: the photos were haunted I he, look, looks, he looks he has a bowl cut just look yes. just Google it everybody and like just he hasn't I,
1: he hasn't grown into his face no. yet <laughs> his face <laughs> looks looks bigger Uh, than the rest of them. Which I know. He looks
0: top heavy. He looks head heavy. He
1: looks face heavy specifically. (laughs) He looks face heavy, which is like,
0: uh, I don't know. Which is shocking because of the gorgeous human being that Alan Rickman grew into. Obviously,
1: yes. Looks incredible. I also still say that we can partially blame um, costuming, hair, and makeup (laughs) for what happened there. Yeah, these th- these sorts of things are what you can expect from Good yes, Luck High Five watch-alongs. out in, in Good Luck High Five. So become a patron today. Uh, we
0: <laughs> super appreciate it. Thank you as well to Card Kingdom for being our incredible sponsor for the whole of pa- this past year and many other years. Uh, ha- check out cardkingdom.com slash GLHF if you want to buy anything before the end of the year. They've got everything you could want including custom products that we always mention on this show because they are so cool and They're nobody great. else makes them oh. like the beginner decks, like the battle decks, like their pre-constructed commander decks.
1: Wonderful. Check so them you know out. if especially if you're heading to some family gatherings, one you better be vaccinated. Two, you better wear a mask. Three, you better get your COVID test done first. Yeah. But if you are then safely hanging out with some family, uh, maybe grab some pre-constructed commander decks to give them a little intro to the game. Yeah. Have a real
0: fun time. These decks are super cool for Mm -hmm. introducing anybody to how to play Magic the Beginner decks. They're super uh, cost effective and they're really fun and really well built. And it's just a cool special thing that Card Kingdom does that we just love about them. (laughs) It's time for the top ten moments of 2021. Yes. Um. One of.
1: I just have to say one of which is. I just thought of this, but. Oh, you um, thought
0: of a number eleven?
1: I just thought of the fact that I'm holding this mug, which this is a secret top moment. Oh yeah. <laughs> The production company for the Innistrad Championship. Coming in at number 11, this sent, mug. Sent a bunch of stuff, like, send stuff to the people working the event. Yeah. And they sent, one of the things that they sent was a mug. <laughs> and it was supposed to be a mug that said, the blood of my enemy is like, that's what you're drinking. Because it was for
0: Crimson Vow.
1: But instead they sent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think this was their fault. I think this is whoever I made think the that, mug's yes, fault. Whoever made the mug's. But it's like. Uh, the nasty women club, but it has—it's like someone giving the finger. <laughs> it's
0: just very a funny. Severed hand, a, a severed hand. A severed hand, hand giving, the, giving finger. the finger with some flowers.
1: Um, which is just very funny. It's definitely moment number eleven. Definitely a moment getting this mug and having them be sent, having to send everyone an email being like, um, I uh, might oops. have sent
0: the wrong mug. Actually, I mean, like for me, it was definitely Marshall thinking, texting me yes. a picture asking what this was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what I'm drinking my tea out of now. It's delightful.
0: Delightful mug. Thank you for Moment number 11 production company. That was very funny. Great mug <sighs> to be sent by mistake. Perfect. Indeed. <laughs>
1: If I had to pick a perfect mug to be sent on accident, <laughs> this is probably up there. Do you want to go from 10 to 1
0: or what, how should yeah. we do this? Okay. Although,
1: I don't know that I made
0: this in an order. I don't think these,
1: we put these in an order, so I we mean, could
0: just go 1. They're pretty close to an order, I would say. Ooh, don't okay. you think? Yeah. How about, let's just like each...
1: Let's just each pick one as we go. Okay, great. And we'll go through them that way. All right. But first, Maria, let's just remember what happened this year. So
0: in 2021, we had, I will say it, a banger of a magic year. Yeah, we did. There were some great sets. We had Kaldheim. Which, like, loved Kaldheim loved it and
1: to remind you of some of the mechanics that came with that we had foretell yeah a uh, great new mechanic boast and snow returned.
0: snow was like, huge for me yeah i love snow and you
1: live in minnesota so that's really <laughs> it's saying huge something. Takes, for me it takes a lot for snow to make an impression yeah. here
0: <laughs> i love snow i love snow lands i love snow yeah. abilities and now we have those cool pixel art snow lands for
1: I never buy cosmetics
0: on Arena, but I got the snow. The oh, pixel got to get the pixel snowlands. So I also bought them they're too. Gorgeous. I'm gonna put snowlands in every deck. <laughs> yep, just to use them. Um, yeah, I loved snow and call time. Call time for me, I think, and everybody, I was a really fun draft environment. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: You could do really cool five color stuff in draft, mm-hmm. which you can't always do, which was really really fun. Um, and I liked the flavor of call time. Yeah,
1: it was. I, it was such a fun draft set.
0: Viking themed Norse yeah. set. Um, the uh, alt art frame they had for call time was really beautiful. Oh, yeah, that's Do you remember right. that? Yeah.
1: Um, then we had Time Spiral Remastered happened this year.
0: <laughs> Talk about things out of you, like, that you're like, that's happened this year. Jeez.
1: A highlight for us, I think. The Time Spiral remastered video. The two <laughs> yeah. box openings. Back to back bangers of box openings oh, by yeah. us. If you have not seen them For over sure. on our YouTube channel, Call Time, we opened them in, in an igloo. In an igloo that was in Maria's neighbor's backyard. Yep. Yep. Um it's amazing. We were so also quite cold. Very cold. Very cold. And then Time Spiral remastered, <laughs> uh we tr- we travel through time. We traveled through time I in that, that box opening. We rather effectively travel through time. I agree. I uh, agree.
0: So you Check know. that out <laughs> on our YouTube channel, yeah. youtube.com slash good luck. High five. Both those boxes box openings were very fun. Yeah.
1: Uh, then we had Strixhaven.
0: Oh my gosh. Strixhaven. Yeah.
1: Learn Magecraft uh, and ward.
0: I enjoyed Strixhaven a lot as well. Very fun draft format also. Yeah. Great draft format. Uh, I loved the flavor more than anything, I would say, because we got to have our cool um, different schools at Strixhaven and kind of identify ourselves that way, much the same way that I really like Ravnica and we have the guilds. Yeah. So um,
1: It's strong magic identity. Strong
0: magic Mm -hmm. identity. I like sets that play with that. And Strixhaven uh, really hit the nail on the head for me, especially because it made the school of Prismari, which I cannot deny is the school I would attend, (laughs) even though I would rather not. That's who I am. It's who you are. <laughs> it's who you are. I, I went to school in real life as a Prismari student. Didn't care much, you know, for that. <laughs> I mean, not but my. It's because it wasn't a magic school full of mages. That's true. It was a magic school full of theater students, which sometimes can be a little much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, uh, yeah. Strix we Saban. also had Modern Horizons 2 this year. Yeah. Which uh, shook up Modern. It really did. It made Modern really... Hello, Ragavan. Ragavan was one of the biggest cards of the year for yes. sure. Oh, man. I I recently... I forgot... I
1: forget who tweeted it, but someone was like, can you imagine if you travel back in time and you told someone that the,
0: the most <laughs> impactful car-
1: card in Modern is Carrie Zeff's monkey?
0: <laughs> it's a monkey.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> They'd be like, I'm sorry. Who? Uh, what? Uh, yeah, and... The thing too about Time Spiral and Modern Horizons 2 coming out, that's a little sad as you know it was in the middle of this pandemic. I know, we didn't have the we didn't
1: have a chance to go to what some big hallmark events like the Modern Masters Grand Prix back in oh, the day. That was
0: incredible. Right,
1: and like it, it it really does suck to think about what we could have had. Yeah,
0: for sure because both of those sets would have been so much fun to play at big like you said yeah. big hallmark events, but we just couldn't do it this year.
1: Yeah. Uh then we had Adventures into the Adventures in the Forgotten Realms, which had venture into the dungeon as oh, a mechanic. Wow! Roll a d20, and of course the class enchantments.
0: I want to say that, gosh, this was another huge hit for magic. Like really fun set, super fun, and in it was place a, of the
1: corset corset. Yeah, um, yeah, great. Yeah, absolutely. I think we great talked about there. this
0: on our on our show too. That we hope that they use the core set slot to do stuff like this in the future yeah. because I think what a great idea. And
1: it looks like they are next year, right?
0: It's, what What
1: is it next year? Isn't it the Dominaria one? Oh,
0: the Brothers say, War?
1: No, that's that one after. Oh, okay. I want to say that the corset is once again Dominaria.
0: Whoa. I'm Although trying to think what they're doing remember. next year. Because we're we're starting it off with Kamigawa, then New Capenna. Um, and then it's
1: the Dominaria corset, and then it's the Brothers and War. And
0: then it's the Brothers War. Okay. I believe. All right. Gosh. Uh, 2022. And then
1: we'll also have the Baldur's Gate, like, Commander yes. one. Yes.
0: Yeah, the Warhammer commander yes. situation which is the official name i think of yes product <laughs> commander, <laughs> warhammer <laughs> commander situation <laughs> but like uh what a smart idea for wizards to do this yeah it's super talk about flavor dripping with it um venture into the dungeon do you remember when you heard about this and you're just like <laughs> what for me it was
1: especially weird because this is the first set that i worked <laughs> that's on. right
0: that's right and so i saw it
1: when it was like just you know uh, on back end like and i was just like what uh
0: excuse Bleh, me hello? you're into some kind of weird dungeon yeah yeah i would i got to say that that was the, for me the coolest thing that happened yeah. i mean it's so unlike anything we have seen in magic poor other than a saga which i guess is its closest relative yeah and we got to have more randomness added into magic yeah with by the roll of d20 dice rolling in yeah. black border for the first time wild had only been in unsets previous to. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is really cool.
1: And then, of course, we had our double feature return to Innistrad. Yeah. Uh, first, the werewolf set and then the vamp set, Midnight Hunt and Crimson Vow.
0: Something interesting about this, too, is that they they kind of figured a way around their rule of just doing one set at a time. Because back in the day, we would have sets in blocks of three and then they became blocks of two and then one. And yeah. now here they're like, well, we kind of wanted to spend more than one moment on Innistrad so we split it into two but made them flavorfully unique
1: yeah and a little bit smaller and I
0: think that I think that was a really cool way to do that
1: for sure um and that brought us the return of daybound nightbound which was like shifted a little yes um reconfigured disturb coven and of course the return of flashback in midnight hunt and then uh crimson vow brought us training cleave blood tokens Uh, And a few exploit cards.
0: Blood tokens. Blood. That's the big takeaway for me from Crimson Vow. Wow. Yeah. Blood tokens. I mean, everybody loves them. Yeah.
1: Blood tokens are great. They're
0: They're, great. They're really cool. I've seen people say the only sad part about it is the fact that they're called blood tokens. So we can't just put them on anything anytime.
1: I mean, everything bleeds. (laughs)
0: There you go, wizards. One of the
1: creepier things said on this. There's your justification. The podcast that brought you Supel. <laughs> Now brings you everything. Everything bleeds.
0: bleeds. I mean, I'm going to look the other way. If you put blood tokens on something that doesn't make sense, I'll look the other way. I I don't care because I think blood tokens are such a great mechanic and it's so simple and um, another play on them using artifacts like food to kind of do stuff, treasure, whatever. Blood tokens are my favorite of the whole bunch. They're pretty great. Um, Yeah. So as you're looking at these, sets. Well, I mean it's overall, really hard to
1: pick a favorite. How can you pick a yeah. favorite? I I think if I had to, it would probably be call time. Me too. I loved I just loved that draft environment. It
0: was so fun. Yeah. It was Which so
1: we'll fun. talk about more on next week's episode. The, the Crimbies. Crimbies. The Krimbies coming out next yeah. week.
0: Um I think this was a great year for Magic. I mean yeah. we didn't we didn't you just heard us. Yes. Did we like complain about one of these? No. Not really. <laughs> I mean you no. cannot say that for twenty twenty. We definitely had oh, some yes, thoughts. We had some thoughts, which we'll get to in the Crimbies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <Throat of Eldraine. laughs> uh, sorry, it's something in my throat for far too long. <laughs> I didn't even Before even it, it rotated out. Said.
1: Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Well, wow. yeah. wow. so
1: like that might be one of our top moments. Actually, should we go in? Should
0: we? Okay, we'll start with that.
1: segue into our top moments Segway of 2021.
0: Top moments of 2021.
1: Goodbye, Eldrain.
0: Number ten, Eldraine finally rotates out of standard.
1: Goodbye forever.
0: Goodbye forever. Don't oh let the wolf. door hit your buttocks on the way out. What?
1: What a format defining set from the moment it hit to the day it left
0: to the day it died. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was bone crusher giant. Yep. Do like it was ubiquitous everywhere. Everywhere Appropriately turn, named Bone Crusher Giant, a Bone Crusher Giant. We were all there. stomped
0: under that giant's giant foot for bone two years.
1: To my right, Bone <laughs> Crushers. To my left, and <laughs> here we are stuck in the middle with Throne stomped of, in
0: the middle of, of Stomped in the middle. Stomped in the middle of Eldraine. Drain. Yeah, we finally <sighs> lost El Drain from Standard, which was absolutely huge because, like Megan said, Bone Crusher Giant basically made so many decks completely unviable in the format. It was. It was
1: abs like,
0: and we had to ban so much stuff wild. from it. By the way, yes, we're not we're not even talking about the cards that didn't even get to hang around to break everything because yes. they had, had to just straight, straight they up ban straight up cut them. Once upon a yeah. time, goodbye, almost immediately, etc. Oko, Oko, good day. Yeah, good day to you, sir. But yeah,
1: what a like, what a set, what a, what a defining for Magic, yes, for years.
0: And the fact of it leaving, there was celebration and jubilation all around. Yes. When it left. Yeah. Did it shake things up as much as it should have by leaving? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. It could kind of have sh- shook them up more, but, but we were
1: all just happy. We were happy to see it go. Happy to see it go. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Wow. <sighs> <laughs> all
0: right. I'll pick number nine here. Yeah. Go for it. Vaccines make in person play possible once again. Wow. Yeah. This is huge, what a thing. right? I mean, our magical lives for the past couple of years have been completely defined by the pandemic we're living in.
1: Yeah. It's, um, and to some extent still are right. Like, yep. um, while I think it was like, it's an incredible thing that people get to go back to their local game stores. I will not be a person who's venturing out to a big event for a, a while for the foreseeable future. Quite honestly.
0: I haven't played an in-store event since the pandemic. Yeah. Which is very sad because I love going to pre-releases especially. Yeah, we love them. Um, But it's just like, you know, you got you got to assess your risk for yourself. Yeah. Um, And what was I going to say? Just like
1: seeing that Vegas happened, seeing all the photos of people yeah. there together, like side by side with their friends again.
0: Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable that we're, in fact, um, able to do these things, yeah. which do carry some risk, of course, still. But the fact that we are able to do it. You know, with the amount of precautions that we have, you know, vaccine, vaccine, booster, mask wearing, ventilation, et cetera. Yeah. Um, being able to do it at all once all proper precautions are taken is huge given where we were when we recorded this episode last year, which was in quarantine, I believe. Yeah.
1: I, be- I think that we were still we're, at this time last year recording in our own homes. Yes.
0: I remember recording the Crumbies episode remo- yeah. remotely, so we must have been.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: I mean, right? Yeah.
1: Like I can't I can't believe it. It is still it is wild to me. I just got my booster this past week. Yeah. But that like I got my vaccine this year.
0: (laughs) So weird.
1: Right? So weird it feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah, it really does. To be able to just being able to do the small things again of seeing my friends, of being able to sit here in the office and record. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to having to record remotely as we yeah. did for months.
0: Months and months. And it's it stunk. It's Ugh. not as much fun at all to record no. remotely. Bizarre. Um, so huge deal that we're able to do it um with all the things that we mentioned hopefully in 2022 we can push that even further and like we'll be able to go to pre-release again and things will be better gosh i hope so it's all i can hope hope you know i'm i've been optimistic in the past
1: thinking about where we were a year ago yeah that we couldn't even be in the same room together right who knows a year from now
0: i mean what could happen can you imagine going back to a grand prix again or something like that we don't know what's going to happen with organized play yet um no and will we ever who knows who knows who knows uh
1: yeah speaking of things that we can do again yes uh one of my moments <laughs> for 2021 <laughs> so i can take extra turns again coming in at All number nine epiphany wait, wait, wait number eight. eight now number yeah. eight um, Megan or can number take nine turns. again in the spirit of turns yeah <laughs> uh yes Hello, Alwyn's Epiphany. Uh, Hello, taking an extra turn after this one. Um, yeah. We also got to see Time Spiral brought us uh, into historic. Like, what was it? Some of these cards brought into historic. Sure. Uh, time Warp. Yeah. Time Warp. Which we got to, like, oh, an amazing thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs>
0: You know, you. I'm, I'm take, happy that at least one person is happy with the fact that Alren's epiphany is, is, stay, is hanging around, turns, giving somebody extra turns.
1: Turns, turns, turns. There are two kinds of
0: people in this turns, world, and you are looking at both of them currently.
1: Turns. <laughs> Take God. All the
0: turns. You know, I mean, like top moment, yep. bad or good, top moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Our lives, as far as competitive magic is concerned, were defined by turns for s- several tournaments. Yes, tournaments. I should Turn-a-ments. say, Wink.
1: You know, and you know, I had to deal with the pain of seeing saying goodbye to Nexus of Fate. <laughs> the
0: pain, the agony of saying goodbye to Nexus of Fate. Good grief. I mean, how long was there before you could not take an extra turn? Like how much time in between those two things things happened? Barely any, but Maria, I counted every day. Okay. (laughs) i just love Um, seeing
1: a new extra turn card printed
0: all right all right well i'm gonna steal number seven here and say i got to play vampires again
1: oh you love your vampy boys i love
0: vampires my favorite tribe by a huge long shot yeah um and i was so ecstatic to see an entire set based around vampires that being said i will say that no standard viable vampire deck does exist Big miss. and i think that's Really sad. The same thing could be said about werewolves. Mm-hmm. Um, more about that when we. Although alchemy the does but, seem to be,
1: ma- there's, yes. there's a go. Uh, there's a lot of um
0: tor- for sure. In alchemy, things are co- totally yeah. different. There is a com- there is a competitive werewolves deck. Yeah. And a competitive vampires deck in alchemy currently. Yeah. So like, I'm very happy for that. I just wanted it to be in standard. Um, <laughs> Speaking of, I mean, we can use that to segue
1: to number six.
0: Yep. Uh, announcing digital only cards and alchemy. Yeah, this was huge yeah. for this year. Do you remember when they said, hey, we're going to be doing some digital only cards? And everyone was like, "Oh my!" did God. the floor just fall out from under me? It was like the world exploded. Yeah. Uh, and imploded at the same time. <laughs> and this was interesting. I recall yeah. because we had, you know, thought that this, w- <sighs> at least I had thought about this for a long time. Like, is magic yeah. going to do this?
1: I don't know that it had ever crossed my mind. Oh, really? But then they did it, and I was like, I can't believe it didn't cross my mind.
0: Yeah, I've, so. a, I've been thinking about it for years. Like, w- will this happen? And it was kind of just living in the back of my skull. And then they mentioned it, and I, it was like, shoom, shoots to the for- forefront. It's like, yes, we are now doing it. What does that mean for magic? I yeah. mean, we didn't know at the time. We yeah. still kind of don't know. It, Yeah, like what? What will happen? And this is a huge change for the game, right? Because we're splitting it in half. Yes, you know. It is like taking a little saw,
1: like a little magician's saw. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hear me out this is an, this, I'm going to break this metaphor around Maria no like a bit like when they cut a person in half oh yeah and they're cut they cut the person in half but also you open the box and it is still one whole person oh because magic is still one whole game there you did go did it nailed it I did not expect to do it going into that metaphor but it happened
0: yeah and I think you're right like people of course are ready to call that magic has died they're like the coroner That's and they're like you are like, uh, call it time of death, whatever, you we announce digital if you were, cards. If you're the coroner who has to respond to every time that someone says magic
1: <laughs> is dead, you're constantly answering the phone. You're constantly driving to the scene uh, and you're constantly looking at
0: a body and you're like, this is alive. You know, at some point I always wonder, I'm like, when is it going to be the cry wolf moment? Because I keep seeing, you know, people being like, oh, this will kill magic. This will kill magic. Magic is terrible. And it just never happens. And it I'm hasn't like, happened. At what point will we know. collectively say, hey, this is the boy who cried wolf here for the millionth time. We're going to stop listening to you. It's never going to happen. Yeah. So anyway. I mean, that's just a personal will happen, question I have. But
1: who knows what we'll bring it about.
0: Um, but I, I don't think we can undersell what a, what an enormous moment this was for magic. Um, it was
1: absolutely like earth shaking. Yeah, for sure. And I guess my question is like, how much of this happens now versus if the pandemic hadn't happened and in person play had continued. I don't know. Would this have happened this year or would this have been three or four years from now? That's
0: a really good point. I don't know the answer to that because so many things would be different. Would we have lost the MPL and rivals league? Who knows? It is absolutely like, Oh, not know. Obviously, if you're somebody from a different multiverse, will you come and let yes. us know what happened in yours? Yeah,
1: I think right. It's so wild to me. I right. I I fully believe that we will spend literally the the rest of our lives reckoning with the way that the pandemic changed the world.
0: Absolutely, and changed
1: the trajectory of our lives.
0: Absolutely, because
1: it's unfathomable. Yeah, and it it's- touched. Literally every aspect of everything. Every
0: aspect and for a, an extended period of time and who knows how much longer into the future. Exactly. And
1: it's, yeah, it's just kind of inconceivable to me that there it, there's a, a world in which, like, right, there's, there's of the many infinite possibilities of universes. Yeah. There's one where it didn't happen. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> and who knows what the, like, who knows what the world looks oh like? Oh, my God. That's so weird to Isn't think it about. is wild? <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Um, I think about it all the time, too, in the context of um, there were a bunch of people, not to, like, completely derail us from magic talk. Cannibalism. But cannibalism. But there are a bunch of people who are like, there's a, you know, there's a decent chance that the election goes the other way <laughs> if the pandemic didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, that's a good that point it's just too. Like I don't one know. Massive thing that completely like
0: <laughs> look. Ashton Kutcher made a movie about this. It's called The Butterfly Effect.
1: Oh my goodness! <laughs> Except instead of a butterfly, it's a virus that is infected literally millions upon millions oh upon my millions God. of
0: people. Yeah. So I mean, we can never know. We can never know. I'm gonna guess. Oh gosh, I don't know. Maybe it pushed it up by a year and a half. Maybe I think that's a solid guess, right? It was always probably coming. That's my guess, but but. Yeah, it and just
1: changed things
0: so thoroughly. We're still in the middle here. Yeah. Or ne- oh, we're still in the beginning here of this digital-only implementation and the creation of Alchemy, which is yeah. uh, we're at the very exactly new beginning of yeah. that. So where are we going to be when we record this episode I mean, next year? I think that
1: Alchemy, definitely a year and a half to two years yeah. pushed up. Pushed
0: up, yeah. Um, so
1: Because I think it's going to be much harder to justify splitting standard and Alchemy, like splitting those formats. Mm-hmm if there's more in-person tournament play happening.
0: Yeah, that's true. So, so like what happens next year and in, in 2023 as well with the creation of these digital formats and digital Who only cards. Who freaking knows? Well, here we are at the beginning, everybody. Yeah. So hold on for the ride here. Cause we've got a long ways to go. Absolutely.
1: Unbelievable. Um, yeah, next up, we're going to say, you know what?
0: Uh, D&D crossover finally happens. Yeah. What are we at? Number five? I think so. I don't know. Number five, D&D crossover. Yeah, five. Adventures of the Forgotten Realms. We talked about this a little bit. Yeah. What I think this is one of the greatest ideas that finally happened that I'm yeah, sure other absolutely. people thought of beforehand. Like, oh yeah, duh. We have these two monstrously popular IPs. Let's yeah. smash them together. You got peanut butter in my chocolate. You got chocolate in my peanut butter.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like the fact that Wizards of the Coast is producing these two things <laughs> that have so much in common but have never yes. had a crossover. Right. Or they've had crossovers where they made the, like the Ravnica the books, books. Yeah, for, for D D&D. And D, but they've never introduced D&D into magic. Yeah.
0: Kind of inconceivable.
1: Inconceivable! Inconceivable, yes, exactly. But here um, we are,
0: finally. Yeah. And it was it was so wonderful. I was looking through some of the cards from this set um yesterday and cards like, just even like plus two mace. Yeah. I'm like, that's such a great name for a card. Yeah, what a fabulous card to put into Magic. Um, we get to see you know fun characters like Flump um, yeah. appear in a so in a Magic cute. set. Very very cute card. Yeah, love that. Love that little Flumpy. Yeah. Um, etc. And of course those really innovative new mechanics like Enter the Dungeon. Uh, um, like dun- Venture into the dungeon. Yeah,
1: Venture into the Dungeon. And just like the dungeon cards themselves.
0: So cool. So
1: cool. Like I'm really, I'm really glad that we explored that space in Magic.
0: You mean that dungeon? I'm really glad (laughs) we explored that dungeon. My question is, are we going to see more venture into the dungeon with other dungeons? It's a real question. Who knows? Because then that makes the other venture into the dungeon cards totally different. Totally
1: different if there's other dungeons. If there's other
0: dungeons. Yeah. I just want to see more dungeons. Yeah. Yeah. But like, does that break other dungeon cards? I guess I don't we'll know. find out. Um, so we
1: do have the the other the Baldur's Gate
0: Commander set that's coming true. out this coming year. That's true. So maybe new dungeons? Question mark? Question mark? Oh, really interesting. Yeah. Okay, number four. Yeah. Speaking of
1: planes, we've been to. Returning to Innistrad. Yeah, this was
0: huge. Yeah. So as excited as everybody is for Kamigawa coming up next year, this is how we felt about Innistrad coming yes. up this year. We lo- Everyone loves everybody Innistrad. Everybody loves Innistrad. It was
1: really fun to see this plane in the aftermath of all the Eldrazis. Yeah. All the sloopy-armed little
0: sloopers. Those sloopers. And they're like, yep. hey, we want to see Innistrad back to classic horror themes. And yep. they definitely delivered on that. Well,
1: oh, there's just right... Do you remember, like, Flesh Taker just being, like, a spooky person yeah.
0: wearing an animal mask yeah.
1: with a cleaver standing out in so the field? creepy. I just love... I always love the classic horror moments. Yeah, for sure. Stuff like that.
0: Um. Yeah, they nailed it. I mm-hmm. loved both of these sets flavorfully, art direction-wise. Um. Just absolutely gorgeous art incorporated in both of them as well. Really
1: incredible. Um, yeah.
0: And I liked being back on Innistrad kind of for the first time for us because our Innistrad... Was
1: spooky moon in Estrad? Spooky
0: moon in Estrad, yeah. which was the Eldrazi, which wasn't true in No, and when we started playing with Return to Ravnica, we had just missed original Estrad. Yes.
1: Yeah, so this was our first time on the true,
0: yeah. true Nistrad. true Nistrad. not with Eldrazi run- running around. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so that was a huge return for us. And next year, we're going to see big returns. I know a lot of really enfranchised Mm -hmm. players are super excited about the Brothers War um, because that hearkening Mm -hmm. back to some really, really old magic lore, the oldest, honestly.
1: And going back to Kamigawa, which I think some people had given up on.
0: Yeah, it ever happening. I think that there were plenty of people out there who were just
1: like, that's never happening. Yeah,
0: that's a good point. I think I maybe would have counted myself as
1: one of them as being like, they're going to have to work real hard to try and make that work out. Exactly. But they, you know, they put in the work and they're like, we're going to make it happen. So we're going to see it.
0: All right. Number three. Yeah. Um,
1: I think, uh, let's go with the Japanese team that put four players into the Innistrad championship top eight. It's just been delightful to see, like, especially going into that event where there were like some grumpy people online being like, I didn't even practice for this. And you're like, great. I'm so glad yeah. you're so cool that you didn't even
0: practice. Yeah. Like, okay. Um, it's just some, uh, anyway. Well, you yeah. know that caring about things is cringe, Megan.
1: Exactly. People have told us many times that we are very cringe because we're so excited. <laughs> and do you know what? If being excited makes me cringe, then cringe me up, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then call me Chris Cringel because I'm here for Christmas and I'm going to stay.
1: Chris Cringel.
0: Call me the cringe.
1: I'm <laughs> <laughs> the, the cringe
0: who was celebrating Christmas. Anyways, oh my right. god! But the Japanese team—they were like, "Well, cool. What we're if we, gonna try. What if we try hard, and we come with <laughs>
1: decks that are just like the perfect decks." Yeah. they brought that Golgari food deck that just gave us. Nightmare mirrors all throughout the top eight, but because they had put four players into the top eight with it.
0: Putting four players into the top eight cannot be underestimated as how incredibly difficult that is. So,
1: so difficult. And it just really, it's such a testament to like them putting in the work. Yeah, absolutely. Like, those players working to be like, we're going to be at the top of this tournament.
0: The last time we saw that volume of players from a single team into the top eight uh, was the Cobblade testing team of uh, Channel yeah. Fireball, which was met more or, than a decade ago. Or was
1: it, <clears throat> what about the time that, what about Eldrazi Winter? Um,
0: Gosh, I don't remember. Because I think
1: that the team that came with um the Eldrazi decks, this was during Spooky Moon. Wait, no, Battle for Zendikar. This was Battle for Zendikar when a whole bunch of cheap little Eldrazi had come out.
0: I'm trying to remember. I get them confused in my head as to which one I'm thinking of at any given moment of the Eldrazi decks. Anyways, but,
1: I feel like that was right. But that was also a ways back. That was Battle for Zendikar years yeah. ago yeah. now.
0: Um, so congratulations again to them for putting four players yeah. into the top A. We'll be seeing a lot more of them. I think we're in J- Japan's magic moment right now yeah. again. Um, um and as people have said,
1: <laughs> I think that this is a valid criticism. Um, will will Wizards of the Coast organized play do anything to make tournaments better time-wise for those players? I don't know. Because they're all playing at two in the freaking morning.
0: Oh yeah. I'll play through
1: the night. Yes. Absolutely. And despite <clears> the <throat> fact that while all of their US like all the US counterparts are getting to play at like normal daytime hours. <laughs> They're still winning, having to play in the middle of the night.
0: Yeah, this was kind of mitigated when we had real life tournaments because everyone's traveling everyone to the goes location. There.
1: Exactly, like you usually, they get there like a week in advance, have some time. Like no matter where yeah. you are around the globe, everyone gets there early, has some time to adjust. Yeah, and I do think that I do think that it's worth calling out that like it has. Uh, I think that organized play has always been fairly American centric, for sure. Um, and like, it's only become arguably more so, even though in a way, digital play should globalize a thing and make it more accessible globally. OP organized play is still kind of us focused by making all these tournaments us daytime.
0: So I guess we'll see what happens when we move, you know, back to paper play. Yeah. I, I I'm like, will that happen next year? Will we get one paper tournament? Who knows? We don't know. There's no we way to know. know. Um, but, but yeah, um, Japan Japanese testing team putting four people into the top of the Inastra Championships. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable moment.
1: Yeah. Speaking of organized play, uh, w- yeah, we cannot <laughs> let this year go by without talking about one of the hot button topics, which is, of course, the MPL and rivals leagues dying, being murdered, stone cold dead.
0: Coming in at number two. Yeah. So that's them
1: taking a chainsaw to the body.
0: I heard it. I, I thought oh, it was okay. your magician saw again, though. Honestly. <laughs> What if you're doing that magician trick, but instead of just a handsaw, you just break out a chainsaw? Yeah, you're just like, and you're like, let's kick this up a level. Yeah, um, yeah. So the MPL and rivals leagues uh, dying, I think, is something that was both shocking and not shocking at the same time. Yeah, yeah. When that was announced,
1: um, I forget what terminology did you use when you hated it into the ground. Yeah. I think was how you described it. How could players be surprised when they hated it into the ground? That is true. Um, yes. Um, nobody liked it. If there were bodies that have been buried, it's you have to take, you know, all the people that complained about it have to take some responsibility for having put them there.
0: <laughs> so when the Field and Rivals Leagues got announced, I was a huge Effort by Wizards. Mm-hmm. Like they had put a lot of money behind this. If you remember that commercial, that was like, the world will know who you are yeah. playing magic. Everyone will know your name. Everyone will know your name. Mm-hmm. But I think the, well, we've talked th- this over to death through over the year, but the, the huge problem was there is like, issues with you know just all of a sudden boom people were in it there wasn't a yeah. system to put you there you were just there when it was announced
1: the system to get there always felt kind of rocky to people i yeah. think
0: and very very complicated yes um and then tournaments being held on uh, times when people weren't super interested in watching a tournament. So yeah. after a set had been out and standard for a long time yes. a and, big part of it, I think, uh, yeah, we could go on and on. There were so many problems with it, but it, it, you know, nobody seemed happy about it, even though it was something that pro players had been calling for for a long time, which yeah. was a way to make a living securely playing the game, which it did give them, yeah. um, you know, a set salary, a salary to play magic. Yeah. Um, anyway, they didn't like it. People at top didn't like it how it was turning out, I'm sure, because not a lot of people yeah. were interested or watching it. It
1: was um, just like, it was a rough go all around.
0: Rough go all around. So and another
1: th- another thing that it's so difficult to say that's like, how much did the pandemic alter the course of this?
0: Yeah, exactly. Un- completely unknown. Who knows unknown. what it would be like? But that's that's something I would say that um, th- the reason for that is why it was not surprising because yeah. it felt like a failure on, I'm going to say it, every single level which is kind of impressive honestly (laughs) but it was surprising in that we were you know it wasn't like we were expecting it to be the baby thrown out with the bathwater, but it it certainly was yeah absolutely that baby got tossed straight into the street (laughs) (laughs) all of it there Uh, it goes yeah um and now we are still in limbo land um of what's going to happen with organized play yeah. and Magic the Gathering. Now, we do have little stopgaps that we've been doing now since that announcement.
1: We know how people qualify for the World Championship this coming year. Yep. So Which is sure a big do. thing. Um, but as for the individual set championships, it's kind of still just like, well, you, we know that there's the online ways. Yep.
0: You can do it on the arena yep. qualifier weekends.
1: But we don't really have much other
0: info. But that's that's what we've got right now. Yeah. Um so hopefully next year we'll learn more about that. But the MPL and Rivals League's dying was just an enormous change yeah. from an enormous endeavor from Wizards of the Coast For in twenty twenty one. But let's end on a high note, Maria. That brings us to number one moment.
1: Which was Yuta Takahashi winning the world championship Yay! because he was so happy about it because he had had such a rough start to that tournament. Oh, yeah. And when he won his match to get into the top eight, it was just like a galvanizing moment. It felt for all these people watching who were suddenly like, oh, yeah, this is the person I want to see win because he was over the moon about it
0: when he screamed yata when making it in it it was it was just a cathartic moment that i think encapsulates why everybody plays magic yes exactly it was like everyone watching was just like that's what
1: you're playing for that's it right there for that moment when you are just like i i did it i I did it i made it into the top eight of this event against some really tough odds
0: starting out that tournament, zero and three and draft, which by yes. the way, we had draft for the first time. Oh, Put yeah. that on the list. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> an Online. arena tournament. Wow. tournament. Yeah. Pretty um, great. Really great. That's very, very exciting for people like us who love limited. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I asked this question on Twitter. What was the number one moment for you? And the number one answer was, you know, winning worlds. Absolutely. And a player who's been playing the game for a very long time, mm-hmm. super well respected in the community, known for his wins in Modern with Fairies, turning that into success here. And then just really great. Coming back at the next tournament, the Innistar Championship and going to the, the top, top eight, eight again.
1: Absolutely. So just, just again, excellent play. Yuta um, Takahashi. Let them play, not in the middle of the night.
0: <laughs> what an incredible magic player! <laughs> really excited to see yeah. what happens with him coming up next year. Yeah, if he can keep this insane streak going, it's great. Um, and what a fabulous moment! That's just like this is why we play this game. There it is. That yeah. joy that Yuta had on his face is is the reason. And I think that's a great you know way to round out 2021. Is thinking yeah. about that moment. Absolutely. Wow, what a year! What a year. I mean, when we were talking about, hey, we were recording this in isolation last year. I honestly
1: like it's um I've had like a lot of anxiety about this year ending and kind of where everything is at the end of this year.
0: Where is everything at the exactly, end of this year? Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, but it's kind of nice to talk about exactly how long it's like everything that has happened this year because it gives me some hope. That's right. It's like, that's right. You you honestly can't say what 2022 is gonna bring. Because no, just thinking on the scope of 2021, I, I kind of can't believe everything that happened. No, um, and so it's it's really nice to stop and say like, hey, if things are, feel tough right now, because there's a lot of reasons why they do. Yeah, um, you don't know who knows what the next year is going to bring. Um, it'll be a long, long time until we're doing this episode again.
0: Hey, man, we got <laughs> we got vaccines, which. <laughs> Absolutely. Is a miracle like, of science. It's
1: unbelievable.
0: It is a scientific so miracle happy. based on decades of research.
1: My booster murdered me for four days I was so sick and I am so happy oh yeah
0: absolutely I am
1: so happy
0: give me another one that's have, what I say have Been
1: so sick for four days
0: I did better with my with my booster but like
1: I'm glad I would wish I would only wish this on my worst enemies
0: but I I would get another shot today yeah give me another one if
1: they were like do you know what this will give you a hundred percent I'd be like yeah stick it in me baby
0: give me the jab <laughs> so like like stuff like that it's like easy to forget yeah yeah. That we have absolutely. this absolutely unbelievable miracle called vaccines, which help us not die yeah. <laughs> or pass the disease to people yeah. who will die. And like, um, that's, you know, that's something that yeah. happened this year yeah. <laughs> that happened this year. <laughs> unbelievable. Do you have a favorite magic moment of 2021? <laughs> Let us know. Tweet at us at GLHF magic. We would love to hear about it.
1: Yeah. Hey everybody. Before we go, ultra pro is another awesome sponsor of good luck. High five.
0: Check it out, Megan's oh. got a new
1: toy. Okay, this is like a, <laughs> a giant plushy D twenty, but it also is a dice bag. Look at it. So you can store your dice inside this giant die. Who doesn't want to do that? It's the supple of dice. <laughs>
0: We regret calling it the soup of dice.
1: Immediately. (laughs) We immediately regret calling it that. But it is a cannibal die that will eat your other dice and just hold on to them for you and just be like so soft and plushy and cute and has a cute little carabiner and you hook it onto your magic bag. Um, Comes in different colors. Megan has a green one right now. Delightful. Just a
0: delight. Look at this. Look at this. I want to go to a GP and have this hanging off my backpack. That's what I want. Really, really cute. Yeah
1: absolutely adorable you
0: can get cool dice bags like this from ultra pro check out the link in our show notes to go and buy some they've got these dice ones they have ones that look like mimics uh Uh, they've got uh, lots of really cool dice bags so check them out on the internet link in the show notes ultra pro get plushed That's this episode of Good Luck High Five. Thank you so much for listening and hanging out with us. If you're on a vacation, Mm -hmm. hopefully we helped you relax, kick kick back, and relive some of the highlights of 2021.
1: And if you're like, I wanted more judging about what was the best and what was the (laughs) worst, then our next episode of The Crimbies is for you.
0: We're going to give awards to our favorite and least favorite cards of the year, decks of the year, moments of the year. It's a very fun episode. We hope you check it out um we don't have another upkeep coming up next week this week was the last upkeep of the year which was episode 149 by the way wow, wow. of the upkeep which is kind of wild speaking of things doing that, that. I've, yeah i've just been going on yeah the upkeep um uh we mentioned patreon become a patron before the end of the year it would be wonderful if you're like i wish i could get maria and megan a present for, for the holidays. That's all
1: we want. That's what we want. That's all we want. You to patrons. be a patron.
0: And you can play in our patron tournament in, in January. Come to yeah. our movie night in February. Yeah. Um, in fact, we can even throw well, – in January at some point we'll throw up a little poll for what movie we'll watch Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. We had a, some, good we had a really fun time. Yeah. So um, people love our tournament. So hopefully you become a patron. You can participate in those things next month and the months after thank you to card kingdom and ultra pro for hanging out with us this year and being incredible sponsors um and here's to you know 2022 who knows what'll happen who knows what it'll bring but i do know one thing it'll bring what a raccoon friend